Hello and welcome to Open Dialogue right here on Meet Me at the Movie. So glad you could join us today. We're very happy to have Simon West here with us. I'm Noel T. Manning II, and we just appreciate the opportunities uh, to interview some uh, amazing filmmakers and appreciate the audience who decides to take the time uh, out of their day to, to watch these and engage in these as well. Simon, you have been involved in filmmaking for, for such a long time. And the, the range of films, I, and I got to tell you, I, I go back and think about Con Air, I think about uh, Laura Croft, uh, I even think about produ producing a TV series like The Human Target, one of my favorite TV series that didn't last. My wife and I love that series, and I actually own the series as well, and I go back to that from time and time again. And Thank you. Expendables 2, there's just so many films, The Mechanic, so much um, of what you've been involved in. When I think about the action, I think about the energy, I think about the excitement. Here we are looking at Skyfire. Man, a, a lot of that same kind of energy and excitement uh, and enthusiasm. Uh, I was telling uh, Emma, who set this up beforehand, that I grew up loving disaster films. Uh, it's, it's part of my DNA. I go back and think about watching films like uh, The Towering Inferno uh, in the theater and the movie Earthquake. and. So many of those films are, are part of what I love. So I want to ask you the question about disaster films or disaster films, something that you remember watching and engaging in and loving because this film truly is a disaster film with a heart as well. Yes, well, I mean, like you, I, I remember some of the first films I, I saw at the movie theater were the uh, classic uh, 70s disaster movies like Towering Inferno, but I also mean like the Poseidon Adventure you know, had a big effect on me. And, um, you know, when you're a young kid and you're watching those big epic movies and and all the inventive stuff that goes into those things of how you put people in a pickle and how do they get out of it, you know? And that's what I ended up doing for a living. And and so I think back to things like that film, okay, you know, you've got a, um, a, an environment that you have to get your heroes from one end to the other, whether it's, you know, a, a plane crashing or, a, a boat sinking or whatever and um and you have to think okay i have to give the audience you know 10 great sequences and things to figure out you right. know how our, our heroes are get going to get away with them and and it's you know it's a real fun and a, it's a it's a sort of a joy for me to do that and even things like um working at the stunts i get to work with you know people who uh, have done a lot of this in fact the poseidon adventure there's that classic shot of the guy we all remember falling down into the light, you know, when the boat right. flips over, you know, it's like the shot, remember? Well, I got to work, that guy, that stuntman, I got to work with his son, who was a, you know, a, a classic stuntman, and his son is now a stuntman. So I work with these guys that have been doing it for three or four generations. Um, I think his grandfather doubled uh, Paul Newman in, and Butch, in Butch Cassidy and Sundance. Kid. So I become like a, a film fan as well, because, you know, I just want to hear stories about the films they've worked on and the great stunts they've done. And so for me, these films um, are just as fun to work on as they are to watch because, you know, I get to really, you know, play in the sandbox and uh, think up all these, you know, what I would want to see, you know, for the audience to, to, to have fun with. Well, this film, Skyfire, definitely is that. It, it is fun from really from the start and you are, are drawn in to uh, the action you're drawn into uh, the characters, and I, I love the backstories that that come out of this as well. Uh, I watched this with my wife, who is also a huge disaster fan, and so 
when I told her about this film and um, I said, do you want to watch it with me? She went, well, yeah, <laughs> of course, of course I do. So we just sat and, uh, you know, right off the bat, you realize, okay, this is a, a, a film that uh, has, mul has multiple languages in it. It's, it's Chinese and, and there's some English language as well. Talk about directing. Uh, now, do you speak Chinese? I guess is my 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 first question related to that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I speak Chinese. I I can now direct in Chinese, which is slightly <laughs> different. Which is like I, I've shot all over the world, and I always try and learn the main directing phrases. You know, where, when you're on set, like faster, slower. Everyone lean to the left. Everyone lean to the right. right. You know, things, which I can do in um, Chinese now. So I, I say e r san zuo e r san yo. <laughs> You know, so it's like everyone right. leaned to the left, everyone leaned to the right. So it was a challenge because it was shot in both Chinese and English. And uh, so, you know, a lot of the scenes were actually shot in both languages. Yeah. Um, and then I chose in the edit which, which language would end up in the film because um, the cast were almost all bilingual. Okay. So uh, I could shoot the scene first in Chinese, uh, I mean, in English, and then you know, understand how the scene worked out and blocked. And then we would just shoot it again in Chinese. And that's when I was sort of flying, you know, by the seat of my pants kind of thing, because I, yeah. I kind of, I knew what was going on, but I couldn't quite, you know, get every nuance of, of the dialogue. So I had a very, very good um, translator working very closely with me who wasn't really translating what was said. It was more like the um, intonation and the uh, inference and the emotional side. So they could say, oh, the actor read that, that line a little bit more aggressively than the last time. And, and this, this take two was more sympathetic. Do you want him to be more sympathetic or more strong? And, and so I could make those decisions based on the, re the feedback I got from my translator, who was a, also a filmmaker. So it they were sort of a, a creative influence as well. So um, it was, you know, and it's fun for me because, you, you know, you, I have shot a lot. So anytime... There's something new to try. I'll try it because it, it makes the day more challenging and more interesting. So it was great to work in two languages, especially a language that was so different from anything I could understand or speak. It was uh, fascinating. So when you got into the editing room, what uh, decisions did you make? Did you have that translator in there with, in the editing room as well so you would know? I didn't have that same translator, but everything that was uh, you know downloaded into the editing um, suite was on, I had the soundtrack on two different tracks. So I could click between English and Chinese at any time. And I also had uh, a Chinese speaking assistant editor who could check that I wasn't making any kind of technical um, mistakes, like cutting a word in half or, right. you know, or joining two phrases together that don't sound correct in, in grammatically. So I had like, I was checking those things but you know sometimes some scenes play better in English and sometimes yeah. in Chinese and and especially with humor um I actually ended up having actually two different edits because the, the the release the version that was released in China had different takes on some of the humorous scenes than the English speaking ones because um humor is so different in every country and right. and yeah. you know I found out that rapidly when I was shooting that um, talking to the the actors who were you know bilingual, I was saying, okay, you know, well, this is how I see this scene, and it's a big scary scene, and but there's a humor running through it, so I think you should do this, you know, deadpan, because it'd be ironic, and of course that that was totally you know mystifying to them because they said, well, in Chinese we don't have deadpan humor, <laughs> you know, so 
you know, so I had to explain what it was. And, and so they explained to me how they would play it in Chinese and it would be completely different. It would be played, you know, at a, at a much higher level of emotion. Wow. And people in China would, would find that funny. But in, in, the, in the West, we would find deadpan humor. So I had yeah. to sort of adjust like that. So it's interesting culturally, the difference. I think that's the beauty of collaborating is being able to, to actively listen and, and then take that and move that forward. And it sounds like you, you did that quite a bit on, on this film, uh, Skyfire. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And we had, we had uh, 17 nationalities on the crew. Wow. So we were, lit, we were in a, a Malaysian island, very much like you know, the one depicted in the film. And we were all, you know, because we were in the Pacific, basically, we drew from all over, from Australia, from Canada, from Hollywood, from China, Indonesia, everywhere. So we had 17 different nationalities on the set. And so it was a, it was a very multicultural experience. Yeah, the location was, was quite magnificent and you, you were able to capture that quite well. And some of the shots in particular, I think about those underwater scenes, they must have been uh, incredible to have to shoot something like that. Share a little bit, if you would, about, about those scenes and maybe any other scene that you felt sticks with you and remains with you about, wow, I'm so glad we caught that one. Well, I, I, um, when you, during the research for the film, you know, you have to say that, say you know what does lava do what do volcanoes do i have to go on a sort of a six month course of becoming a volcanologist because i want to be an expert so i can show every aspect of what the possible disaster scenarios are and you know the interaction of lava and water is one of the most fascinating in as much as we all know it sort of solidifies but it also gives off you know poisonous gases which are you know great device for putting people in jeopardy and you know things explode underwater and and so I knew I wanted an underwater sequence, so I planned an extensive sequence. And, and um, what I didn't know is when my uh, uh, actress turned up for the, for the shoot, I planned sort of six days underwater, she said she couldn't swim. And uh, so let alone swimming underwater. So we had to go on a rapid course of teaching her to swim. And in literally two weeks, she became like an expert underwater you know, diver and, and you know, they're, they're down there deep in the water. And of course, they don't have air tanks on their back. So they're relying on divers to come in and give them air every 30 seconds. And it's quite a terrifying situation to be in, you know, um, for any person or actor, let alone one who's only just learned to swim. Yeah. So um, but the sequence, you know, I, I'm very proud of it. It was, you know, very beautiful underwater. It was in a romantic scene to start with, you know, yes. romantic scene that, you know, soon turns into a disaster scene so yeah. um yeah so it's one of you know it starts off with a lot of heart and that's what i think with any action film or disaster film you've got to um make the people the audience care for the people before you then put them in jeopardy so you want them to survive and i'm glad you mentioned the word heart because i, I felt that this was a film that, that had a lot of heart and i think you're right any good disaster film has got to have that at, at the core and i think about family is so strong in this one um, and you know, trying to reconnect and, and finding a way to find that family that you lost or that you let get away or that you pushed away. Um, what is it about family that you think was so important to be able to share in this particular film? Well, you know, family is one of the strongest bonds you can have. And it's, it's oh, you know, definitely a way to, um, keep you emotionally interested because you know everyone's had a family 
whether good or bad or and whether you're estranged from your family or you're you know still connected with your family everyone understands the emotional you know heart of a, of a family whether it's good or bad and so that's a great area to to um, tell a story within and you know that it's the classic generational thing father daughter yeah. those issues mother daughter um you know and so everybody can relate in a way even if you haven't you know had the greatest experience with a family you can relate to what an emo emotional um trauma it can be when when a family member is in danger and so um that's one of the you know the keys i always think is try and get the emotional backbone there and then i can have fun with the roller coaster ride because, <laughs> right you know once the audience cares about everybody and is invested they'll come along with you right if you just if you just do non-stop action and you don't really care about anybody it 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 really doesn't land with the audience and they'll reject it really quickly yeah yeah well i love the cast that you chose for this i love the effects uh, and uh, the score as well there were so many just great things my wife kept talking about the score of this film how much she loved this score as well uh anything else you would like to share about any of the the crew that that really uh, made this film happen um, well, as I said, it was an international crew, so we brought you know expertise from all over the world. And uh, when you, what's what's interesting about a film crew is is they and I have been shot in hundreds of countries around the world. Is they all seem to be the same? You know, they're the same type of people that are on the crew. So I can spot no matter what country I can land the person. I can spot which part of the crew is in the film is in the camera department. Which you know, the guys with the green hair are obviously in art department. <laughs> Guys with the leather jackets are in the camera department. You know, they, I can spot who's in what. You know, the, the sort of guy with the, the glasses and the headphones on is sound. You know, they, and whether they're Malaysian, you know, Australian, Japanese or Russian, they're all the same sort of people. So, so that's what's nice. It's a sort of an international family. So you can quickly get a working relationship because we all, even if we don't speak the same language, we definitely speak the same, you know, film language and everybody understands what you mean. So uh, that's what I, I like the most about the family aspect of, of filmmaking. And these times it's hard, but you know, because we're in, a, in film, we're used to having a family of like two or 300 people right. together for like a year. Yeah. And you get very close and you're very in each other's world. And uh, that's, you know, very different at the moment. And so uh, that's what we miss the most. Yeah. Well, Simon West, our guest right here on Open Dialogue, right here on Meet Me at the Movies. And any final thoughts you want to share about Skyfire that you would love our audience to know? Well, I just, uh, yeah, look out. I think for one of my favorite things I do is I try to give the volcano a, a, um, a character. So the sound effects on the volcano are actually made by animals. Because to me, wow. the volcano was like a monster. It's a monster movie. Yeah. And so... You know, you try and pick out as many of the animal sounds of every time the volcano appears, it's a slightly different um, animal coming to get you. Well, okay. I'm looking forward to the uh, director's commentary now just so I can figure out which animals there are. Simon West, yeah, we had thank, a lot of fun. thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be with us right here on Open Dialogue right here on Meet Me at the Movies. And um, thank you very, very much. Uh, until next time, I'm Noel T. Manning II, and that is a wrap. Thanks, Noel. Simon, thanks. Have a great one. Appreciate it. And yeah, uh,